What's up, Cowboys Nation, and welcome to another episode of the Cowboys Can Fan Podcast, brought to you by Fansided and the official podcast of thelandryhat.com. On today's episode of the podcast, we talk about uh, upcoming Dallas Cowboys free agents from 2024 to 2027. Let me tell you, there's a lot of them with lots of big money coming attached to those names. And we also go over the 2023 matchups we'd like to watch. Not necessarily uh, Cowboys versus Eagles or, 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 or the team, but the specific matchups, a.k.a. Diggs versus Diggs, Dak versus Hurts, and then just, you know, put a name on the 49ers and a name on the Cowboys. We want to watch it. So anyways, uh, if you are just listening to this on audio, you need to come check out our video podcast, and that's on YouTube. You can go to YouTube.com, just search Cowboys Can Fan, uh, or go to YouTube.com slash at symbol Cowboys Can Fan. I hate how they put that in there because it makes it kind of confusing now. Whatever, that's what we're dealing with. You search Cowboys Can Fan on YouTube or Google, we will pop up. We got links to everything everywhere, uh, but what you want to do is come to our YouTube on Wednesdays and Sundays. Um, and that's when we do our live show. We have a great live chat as well with a bunch of uh, uh, exceptional Cowboys fans. So please come join the party. And finally, uh, yeah, at Cowboys Can Fan on all the social medias. Come hit us up there. And please, if you like more than just Dallas Cowboys and you like all sports, you need to check out the Grid Network. That's G-R-Y-D and then the word network. All right, enough of me. Let's get into the podcast. <laughs> Hey! It's the Sunday service! Feel that vibe! Welcome, welcome, welcome. We got Anth OOO today, out of office. People are starting to think that uh, Anth and I are the same the same person. <laughs> what because, do you mean? Because if, if, he, if he's in studio, I'm not in studio. Oh. If, I'm studio, if I'm in studio, he's not in studio. Yep. I can see it. Was the last time we were all in studio for the draft extravaganza? Or did we have one post draft that we were uh, all at? I think the Wednesday? No. I think it was. Maybe. No, I think there was one, but one after the draft extra, extravaganza that you came in. Well, for Bandwagon Boy 1 is back. Where were you, Broski? I was in Tokyo, the land of the rising sun. And oh, would you look at that? <laughs> yeah, it was awesome. I mean, Japan was ten out of ten. It was a great trip. Uh, did I'll, you throw a foot? Did you throw a football to anyone? And as soon as they caught it, you just Michael them? Parson them? No, 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 no. People out <laughs> in Japan, they just don't give an f it, who who you are. Like they they don't they don't, they're not paying attention to you. They're not. It's not like uh, it's like an everyday thing for them that there's people like traveling around and it was there's a lot of people well I mean, it's the tiniest fucking place on it's the tiniest biggest country on earth biggest takeaway biggest takeaway but... though like there there was no garbage on the streets and there was no garbage cans on the streets like th- you couldn't so it's everyone everyone just hooping their trash you, yeah you gotta like hoop you finish it a, you finish a pack of gum and you just put the trash up your butthole yeah oh yeah <laughs> right up your butthole um and then Everything like they're so efficient with space, like even under the overpasses and stuff like that, they have it jammed with like buildings and and restaurants. Lots of vending machines. Lots of vending machines all over the place. Well, yeah, they have to find a, every 
every inch. Every too. square inch is being maximized and utilized out there. And good for them. Bidets on every seat, heated toilet seats on every seat. Yeah, it's crazy. So you can have a poop. Did you and try then have a sip of water? Yep. Did no. you try to yes. push America's game in Japan? Did you try to tell anyone about the Dallas Cowboys? Yes. And they, they didn't understand me. And I just kind of <laughs> said, hey. And then I walked away. Did a crack him if you got him when we went to a Tommy. We, we, uh, What's a Tommy? A Tommy was this, um, uh, it was about a half an hour away from Tokyo. So we took a bullet train there. Sorry, it's longer than a half an hour, but by bullet train which goes 300 kilometers per hour. Was Brad Pitt on it? Brad Pitt was not on it, um, which was a little disappointed. Um, I thought I was Brad Pitt on it, so I started fighting this random guy, and he mm-hmm. said, no, 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 <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not a bad guy. Naturally. But uh, we went out to this thing to go to like a, like a hot spring because they have uh, natural hot springs, yep. and then they've created like spas around it, and, it's, and you can't wear clothes, so you're in there naked with a bunch of, with a bunch of old dudes. But we went all the <laughs> way out to Atami because we – we wanted to get like that's a, where the like best a, old dudes are. Yeah, all, all the best old dudes were in a Tommy. But when we got there and we walked in, we got yelled at to get out because we had tattoos. They don't let you into the in them with tattoos. Yakuza, because they think you're yakuza. So and and we we researched like a to, uh, onsens that you could go to with tattoos, and they kind of said certain places. But anyways, that was a that was a big disappointment. So we went up to a like a Lawson's, which is they're like, like a, dark side. Yeah, dark side. Get at it. Pointing at your. Yeah. Uh, Get Star out. Wars tattoos? Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> point of Star Wars. Oh, no, no, not Dark Star Wars. Side. <laughs> only, only rebels here. Only rebels. Yeah. <laughs> well, we are glad to have you back. It's shitty that I'm obviously out of office, and I probably won't be back there on Wednesday. But next Sunday, the three of us will be back in studio, repping that Star Son. Yep. I noticed you guys have yep, yep, glasses, yep. and you don't have any crackums. What is going on there? No, we do have crackums. Well, Sunday services. We're still trying to figure out what's going on. One of the new traditions here. Is, is uh, mixed drinks. Yeah. You can hear it if you're audio listener. Jingle if you jangle. So I'll, I'll <laughs> we'll do a crack of midway through when I replenish our uh, yeah our mixers. You know, um, ha- a big highlight though of yes, the trip. Yes, we in Tokyo uh, we went we went to um, Park Hyatt, which is the same hotel that Bill Murray stays in Lost in Translation, and uh, we had a thirty dollar drink uh, in in the bar. And took a photo there. And did you ask? Wasn't the highlight? Did you of the ask show, but it was the good. staff what did he? What did Scarlett Johansson whisper to him at the end of the movie? They didn't know, but they you could know. see people were taking photos where where it was. Yeah, but it was cool. cool. Yep, good trip. Definitely want to well, go back. Glad you're back. Yeah, de- I yeah, definitely dog. want to go back. It would be great if the Cowboys play in Japan. Hey, as much as me and Ant had fun trying to fucking wrangle this horse, this uh, three-headed horse with just two, the two of us. Um, there were hey. some high stress moments, but hey. we figured it out. Hey, it dropped twice. We lost, it dropped twice last time, and we we, we figured sh- it we out. Shipped the Millennium Falcon back up, and we got her flying. Yeah, I was. Answers like I'm, we're pulling the plug. Shut down OBS. Restarted it. Yeah, that's what you have to do. Yeah, yeah. There was. Okay, so what do we got yeah. going on? Cowboy stuff, fellas. What do we have? Cowboy happening? stuff. We cowboy got- stuff. So. What are some main dates coming up, AJ? I know we were just looking at oh, that. Shoot. There's some pretty big dates coming up. I think we start off with that before we hit into that great article that you wrote because I'm pretty sure you were saying OTAs kick off tomorrow. Yeah. So I'm we're, just... we're starting to get right back into the NFL season. It's been that point where you have the draft, you have free agency, you're kind of in a lull. 
now there's pretty much going to be a couple main dates coming up starting tomorrow. So you got the OTA off-season workouts that start May 22nd to 23rd. Then you have May 25th, May 30th, June 1st to 2nd, and then June 13th to 15th. And then you have mandatory mini camp June 6th to 8th. And you were saying, like, that's not a whole of a uh, hell of a lot of time for the team to get together and actually start doing stuff prior to training camp. It's it's 12 dates and it's not consecutive either. So you got to think like if you had a slew of five days in a row, you can get some momentum going and um, kind of pick up where you left off. But this is so chunked up that, you know, it to me it just brings my respect up to my respect level up for how much, um, and I don't pay attention, maybe all, all professional sports are like this, but for NFL specifically, like these players don't have a lot of time to get whipped into shape. And it really does put the um, the importance of having a quality NFL-ready quarter, uh, uh, sorry, college team, uh, or being part of that, how to help that translation or that transfer from college to NFL football. Right. So, yeah, that's just I mean, the, the, most I, of them. well, the crazy thing about all these uh, the crazy thing about these dates is none of it's in pads like most other sports. Right. You're in like basketball, basketball and baseball. Like, I mean, yeah. you're shooting a ball or you're hitting hitting a ball. Right. Whereas football, the majority of it, the most important practices are in pads and you don't even start doing that till late into training camp. Right. Yeah, I mean, for, for a lot of this, though, I mean, it's still just kind of getting your feet work, getting some of the plays, some of the newer, some of the newer players who are coming in. You're kind of you're making some adjustments. You're you're feeling it out. If you think about warming it, warming the body up. Yeah, warming the body up. When when is the first padded practice? It won't be till like day th- three or five in, in training camp. So, yeah, so not end even. of July, start of August. So long, long ways away. So this stuff, the, these OTA offseason workouts, the May twenty uh, second, and then the June thirteenth and fifteenth. Micah, those are the ones that Micah's going to miss because he's staying to bulk up. But everybody has to be there for the mandatory mini camp where you start getting fined. So then they have these dates, and then after that June eighth mandatory mini camp, these guys aren't on the field together for almost pretty close to a month and a half until they'll be back on the field in Oxnard together. Mm-hmm. I like the fact I do like giving the players some ample time off just to kind of reset their brains and get them to do whatever type of uh, off season training that they might want to do. Like you can't be a player that comes into even an OTA or a mini camp out of shape. Like you, most of these guys are, are doing their conditioning off season to make sure that they're up. Don't you think there's always one guy in the NFL that you hear about that came into camp completely out of shape uh they've had even zeke had got some flack prior years eddie lacy had got flack a couple years albert i think his name was hainsworth came in after he had a huge contract as a fat fucking slob so you don't want to be that guy around the nfl circles that's coming to any of these workout dates looking like he's just been partying all all off season ultra cowboys saying that cd lamb takes no days off dude is built different cd's yoked yep shredded give me some of those abs you want to see his abs give me some of those abs okay and then we're gonna get into yeah once aj's looking up for the cd lamb pick so i just wanted to look at these dates and then we're gonna jump in alex wrote an article uh the uh, that you can find on cowboyscanfan.com and it basically we're gonna go over all of the free agents coming up in 2024 2025 2026 and i believe you went all the way up to 2027 aj so yeah, after yeah. we 
Glance. <laughs> I think he's. I hope he's in. I hope he's in college or NFL here. Yeah. We're not looking at him when he's in high school. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey. <laughs> this is an the Oklahoma. bots are coming. Yeah. Age. Is check it? it okay? Age check it. Age check it. I don't know. That's the one that came up. Uh, oh, I guess there's this one too. This one's probably the one you guys were wanting to see. This one, uh, audio listeners, you're missing out here. Um, you have to head over to youtube.com slash. Yeah, this is more recent because you can see he's inked up a bit more. Can't ink ink over those abs. Big. CD's inked right up. And he's fucking solid. Lanky, but he actually looks pretty. Pretty nice there. Okay. Before we, before we before we jump into your article, I did see this article about Devonte Adams, yeah, naming his top wide receivers in the NFL, and he put CD tied at five, but ahead of like Cooper Cup and DeAndre Hopkins and a couple other guys. So if you have a guy like Devonte Adams, who's arguably the best NFL wide receiver right now, having CD Lamb in his top five, five, top five, <laughs> you, you, you you know top he's got five. Game. top five. Um, what we have. Three of the top twenty-five youngest, uh, top under sorry, twenty-five, under, under twenty-five, tw- under 25. Stars. <laughs> top twenty-five, under twenty-five stars. Oh. Um, in Trevon Diggs at number twenty-five, C.D. Lamb at number nine, and of course at number one, the Lion himself, yeah, the so, linebacker himself. So PF, PFF does their top twenty-five players under twenty-five, and yeah, they had Trevon Diggs. I was going to ask you guys about that after we went over this list, but we we're doing it's it now. Seg- it's a good segue into it because we're. All three of these guys we're going to touch on coming yeah. up here. It's yep. a great segue, but what segue got, from but what CD's, guys... CD's abs to um, <laughs> un, top under 25 players. <laughs> well, what do you guys think, though? I, In in my opinion, I think Tra- Trevon got a little bit shafted getting 25 out of 25. You know, it's because he didn't have as big of a flashy season. And um, cornerbacks are really hard to judge if they're not making interceptions, right? You... The only reason you know that they're good on other teams is because maybe you don't hear about their names and then they shut down your receiver when you're watching the team. So you're like, oh, fuck, this guy's like, why is our receiver not catching balls? Oh, it's Bradbury or whoever. Right. So um, I just think if you're not. He, he got shafted. Well, who, who else no, if is on, you're not, who if you're not on the getting, list? If you're not getting interceptions. Well, I'm just saying this is why I'm OK with it is because if you're not getting interceptions, it's going to hurt just how people are going to rank you because it it's a i mean we're all stat horse the, the other side of it is that with when he was getting those interceptions people weren't giving him the type of respect that he has so then when he de- when he becomes yeah, more of a shutdown uh, cornerback <laughs> it's like he, he he definitely can't win the question though would be if there was arguably 22 other players on the list that are completely better than uh than uh digs then i could see it but i i kind of agree with anth i, I mean he probably he probably, uh, he probably. Yeah, but this isn't even this isn't even players. This is players under twenty five. I don't even think yeah, there's. That's what I'm saying. I don't even think there's twenty five players better in the NFL. Okay, well, let's just let's just quickly right take now. a look at the list. But you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, if if it, if it was him at twenty five as like out of the whole NFL, I would be like, okay, that makes sense. Might even be a little bit high for him. Right. But for right. players just under twenty five, yeah. that's a very small percentage of the NFL. Like, there's. That's probably, I'd say, I'm on this is a rough guess, 30 to 50% of the NFL is 25 and under. So well, I, I don't like that. I think he should have been at least top 15. Okay, so, I think we, he got so we got number one, Micah Parsons. Number two, Justin Jefferson. Yep. Number three, uh, Tristan uh, Wirfs. O- OT in Tampa Bay. Four, Jamar Chase. 
uh, five Sauce Gardner. So Sauce Gardner's had one season, and they have him on on the list. Yeah, over. that's. See, yeah, I think that's so bullshit. That, so, so that so that's where I would. Contest. But that's why because he had a really good season last year. I mean, I bet you. I. Uh, but yeah, it, it, here's the thing. I think that if they're ring and then Patrick Certain number uh, the second is, is seventh. Yes, Sertan. So we've got two guys who I think Diggs is better than. Ranked way a hell of a lot higher than him. Yeah, so I like the Patrick Sertan one a lot better than I like the Sauce Gardner. At least Sertan's done it. Yeah, at, least at least Sertan's, Sertan's done been it there for three years. years. Should they be eighteen plus spots ahead of him? Yeah, well, so no. so so, yeah. so and and Ultra Saint Sauce did not have eleven interceptions. Exactly. So yeah. let's is, see what other C, what other so, CBs so, are ahead of him. Let's just look at CBs. Just look so ahead CBs. of him. Okay, so, so, so there's Lamb at nine. Um, which I respect that. Waddle, Thomas Waddle, Jonathan Taylor. Taylor. Okay. Taylor's under 25. Okay. Yeah. Pini Sewell. Christian. Higgins. Just li- listing them all off. St. Brown, Trevor, uh, Trevor Lawrence, Garrett, Garrett Wilson, Wilson, Drake London. Drake London, 20. Kyle Pitts. Like Kyle Pitts should not be ahead of Trevon Diggs. Yeah. Yeah. Not, not a fuck. So, There's, that one for sure should not be the AJ. case. AJ Terrell, uh, he ha- he's been good. Also shouldn't be ahead of Trevon Diggs. Okay, so, so there's, there's two guys right there. So so CB Tariq Woolen is ahead of Diggs. Yeah, so those 24. so those two those two guys ahead of him right there shouldn't be at at very least he should be top twenty just by quickly looking at yep. the list. And I think he should be fringe top fifteen. But I'll take tw- we top also, twenty-five. Yeah, we also have two cowboys in the top ten. You got CD Lamb at nine, which I respect that and believe that wholeheartedly that he's the top ten. Under twenty five, and then Micah Parsons is a no fucking brainer. He is the number one best player in the NFL under twenty five years old. Arguably, so, I mean, you can't and, you can't be you can't be too mad about the list. No. But, but like, I, I just feel like Diggs gets shafted. He gets the interceptions. He gets no love. So then he comes back, has a pretty good year as a shutdown guy, and then still doesn't get much love for it. Yeah, go go AJ, go to Sauce Gardner one more time. What what uh, what, what is there? Re- he's up in like okay, the top so, three. Oh, so, top some might call it an overreaction for Gardner to be so high on this list. Hey, that's yeah. Us. Guess what? It's us. Yep, that's us, baby. Uh, but the one year was so impressive. It's hard to have him much lower. Oh, cu- guys, he recorded an no. elite ninety coverage grade with twenty forced incompletions and less than four hundred receiving yards. Um, so that's the thing. They're basically going on these grades with their own PFF metric, right? So they have their metric. And it puts these players into a certain percentile at their position based on how they grade players. Yeah. And PFF, I mean, we use PFF quite Hold a bit, down. but it it's it's known to be flawed a little bit in my mind. Yeah. So Diggs remains one of the most uh, polarizing players on these types of lists, <laughs> exactly. But he deserves to make the list at the end of it. His eleven interceptions in twenty twenty one led to the league, but I can't even read it. Led the league by a margin. Uh, but of course, it's well documented that he allowed more than a thousand yards in coverage. His coverage grade that season finished at sixty-five. This past year, though, he allowed fewer yards against the coverage uh, against, uh, and his coverage grade moved up to sixty-seven. He's a feast or famine type of player, but his talent and ball skills allow him to make major plays. Yeah, I don't so know. maybe not Fuck a top ten, maybe not top ten on the list, but definitely, definitely in the top fifteen. Certainly. Hey man, but 25. we got the number we got number one though. We got number one. And you know what? The best thing about these three players, they're coming up on their contracts. Oh, is that and, and is this is this the is this the segue? Well This and, is the segue. And, and how cowboy fans of us to be complaining about uh, a cowboy fan rank a cowboy player ranked on the list when we have two in the top <laughs> ten. Um okay. Hey man, I believe he's been a he's been a very good player and his payday is about to show his payday is about to show that 
guaranteed if once he's paid and you put the top 25 guys under, he's going to be up there with the highest paid of the guys for sure. Okay, so this is this is 2024, right, AJ? Yeah. yeah. Okay. This is 2024? So yeah, so this is 2024 free agency. Who we have wait, to wait, sign. What year is it? 2024. Well, it's 2023 <laughs> right now, but this is next year's. So right now on the screen for anyone listening, we're going to go through the next few years in free agency. And Alex has kind of narrowed it down to must sign high priority and low, low priority with each individual player that is going to be hitting free agency in that year. Yeah. And you guys could either agree or uh, disagree as to where I place these guys, but I, the must signs are obvious. I don't think we're going to argue. And, and in 2024, Trevin Diggs contract comes up. We got to bring him back for many, many more moons to come. Uh, must sign. He has to be. He's, he's a must yeah. sign. He, they should be trying to. So this is this is the thing, though. So this is your so whole his... list right here, right? Time is out, it... though. Time out. Time out. Time out. Time out. This is a message for all the Pan Phantomaniacs. We are a special interest group who have taken over the airways. We demand you listen to the following advertisements if you wish to hear your precious Cowboys Can Fan podcast again. Start the ads! Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. You've done well. We will allow you to return to your favorite Dallas Cowboys podcast. But mark our words, we will return. He's he's a free agent. Like he's still under contract in 2024, though. Because isn't is this Ooh. this year his his third? No, it's you're right. It's his fourth year this year. Yeah. You're right. That's yeah. the, the that's why they they should probably try to fucking sign him this year. Well, that's before. The what if he what if he goes off and has an absolute crazy ten plus interception year again, or he holds everyone to under a couple hundred yards? They're, the Cowboys gambled with Dak Prescott before and, and Zeke. ended up at and, and well, well oh, sorry no yeah kind of kind of sorta but Dak they could have paid Dak a year before they did and probably got half a half discount on him yeah paid him half the price they're gambling if they don't pay Trevon Diggs this year and he goes out and balls out they're going to <clears throat> be hurting it's gonna be spicy um yeah. So that would be true. It would be nice for them to get a deal done with Diggs this season and do that for all of these must signs. Sign them a year ahead of where the contract expires. That, that'd be ideal, I'm sure. Um, high priorities, Jordan Lewis, Jaron Curse, Terrence Steele, and Malik Hooker, or Malik Hooker, whichever one's correct. 
So, and the, the high priority, you're completely right. Cause you got two safeties hitting the free market, obviously, depending how they play or how we draft next year, we didn't draft a safety this year again. So the Cowboys are pretty set. We re-signed uh, obviously Donald Wilson to a couple years, mm-hmm. but one of these guys, they'll have to at least take another run at between Pierce and hooker. If not both of them, I would, I, I, your list is pretty good in this one. I like the Trevon Diggs as a must sign. High priority, all those guys definitely should be back as Cowboys if we could retain them. So while you have it there, AJ, yep. uh, Ultra Cowboys saying uh, Bland replaces Lewis, Overshone replaces Curse, uh, well, let's go replaces Steel, and they will draft a free safety, and then they can. But you still, and then they could franchise Diggs. But we still don't even know if Overshone or Deron Bland can, For can sure. play again. Yeah. Like, like yeah, Bland had had an awesome five games or six games or whatever he did last year, but. He doesn't have the resume as a Jordan Lewis. None of these guys have a resume like Jerron Curse. So, yeah, it would be ideal that both these guys, that's why you draft positions like this, so that you can get the cheaper option with these rookies that we got last year and this year. But at this moment, it's still not 100% guaranteed that those guys are going to work out. Yeah, and I would say regardless, like save at least one of those safeties you need to sign again. Probably Curse, to be honest. Um but if you can get it, if you can keep them both, they both still two year contracts, right? And that and that would run um, run out to I think with Wilson's. So Donald Dub, Curse, and Hooker just locked up for another two years, and then at that point, hopefully, and not to. Ooh, and Simon says Overshone will replace Curse. So I mean, that's the hope, of course. Yep. Overshone will replace Curse. They're, is- they're thinking he's going to play safety, eh? Well, cause, well, because he's played some safety before, but Kierce is still a lot bigger than Overshone too. It'll in a be, perfect world, yeah. yeah. In a perfect world, yeah, he's going to walk in and take over from that. That well, would be great for again, us. Again, like if hey, we have players that uh, do well in season, why not? Like why? Like let's just not replace them. Let's make a deal for them if they're like if Kierce has a good year and Overshone has a good year. Let's keep yeah. them both. This list is no. Uh, there's no fantasy involved in this list. Okay. I'm not, I'm not projecting how I think players are going to do and then, and then making decisions. It's based off of like where we sit right now. Yeah. So I, I wouldn't, you can't be making those, like those types of decisions. Simon says is making some bold, uh, bold predictions or bold decisions. Saying it's quite obvious why they brought in agent zero to replace Kears. I don't think it's that obvious. Okay. But here, but (laughs) no, it's not. Okay. So timeout. Then when we drafted Drabil Cox three years ago or two years ago, he I'm sure some guys thought the same thing. The guy can't even get on the fucking football field right now. Yeah, They had to draft. So they took Cox three years ago, and now they've drafted Damone Clark in the fifth last year who was coming off a serious injury, and now they drafted Overshone again. If anything, I'm saying Overshone's there as depth at the, at the linebacking position. Right. I don't think he's even going into the safety part of it. So yeah. I don't know. I... I, I Obviously, if he can get any type of production, Curse has been one of the better Cowboys defensive players in the last two seasons. Yeah. So for a guy that was drafted in the third round, having him expecting him by next year to completely wipe out everything Curse has done and just move on from him, he would have to have a stellar fucking season hey, to we, be able to do that. Exactly. And we we crack him if you got him. Crack him if you got him, son. We have our players that we do love, but we are Cowboys fans, so. At the end of the day, if someone comes in, no matter who they are, no matter what their name is, where they came from, if they come in and dethrone a player and play better, we're going to celebrate that. Sign me up. 
Exactly. So as much as like I do love Curse, I think that he is a, a solid, dare I say, top twelve uh, safety in the the NFL. Maybe I'm being a little too generous, but I I think that's a good. I think it's man. fair. He got snubbed not last year because he had some injuries and stuff, but the year 2021, the guy was snubbed. He he should have been in the Pro Bowl. The guy was, I would say, a top five safety in 2021. He was an absolute game changer, and you could see it in the defense that whole time. Um, low priorities, Tony Pollard, Stephen Gilmore, and Tyler Biedes. Now, just real quick, Pollard, of course, I would say franchise him again. You know, how many times can, can you fr- how many times can you franchise? I think two or three times in a row, but the, this cost goes up and up and yeah. up so it gets to the point second, that it doesn't make sense to sec- do it more than yeah the second one is you're kind of you're paying more but it's it's worth it still if you need that band-aid depends on yeah and and with tony pollard depends what happens with our wide uh, our, our, our running back room this year this year and, and next year and the next year i mean you could always find draft someone it's well, not exactly. ideal how is tp20 going to play this year and how yeah. are our other running backs going to play this year if malik hey Davis guys stepped- what are you talking about deuce vaughn is going to be the starter for the <laughs> cowboys next year like they drafted him to take over for Tony Pollard. <laughs> they waited till the sixth round. Simus says only, tw- <laughs> and actually, Simus, sorry, Simus doesn't say it should be Simus yells. Only twice you can franchise. Only twice. Yeah, okay. but it gets expensive. You don't want to franchise tag your running back a no. second time because no. you're going to be paying. You're you're better off to get him to a multi year deal because at least that way you can kind of space out how you get hit by it. Right, yeah. but in the position the Cowboys are at, they need to either. They're not going to find that person in, in free agency, so they'll have to do it in draft. Chances are probably not going to happen. So you, you're you kind of stuck to, if, if Polar has another good year, you're not going to sign, You they're not going there's, to sign him again. They're not going to do the, rumor the exact mill, dude. same yep. thing they just did with Zeke. Like, that would that's be insane. That's what the rumor... That's okay. the rumor mill right now, AJ, that they're going to they're gonna get a deal done with TP20. So you're thinking... TP could be th- a, 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 on a high priority list pro- potentially for the Cowboys. I don't know if they'll go full <laughs> full force Gump and sign him to like I don't know uh, three years and a, a ninety million deal like they did with, with Zeke. But yeah, maybe a, a a three year deal and he does make bank where he is in still the range of ten million a season. Maybe they do something like that. It, 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 I think you're right. It's probably really hinging on his performance this year, but there is rumors that they're trying to get the Tony Pollard deal done. Look, if TP20 has a great season, we don't get to decide how much we sign him for. And so it, it just, if he walks, right? The back, like there's no one in the backfield. <laughs> yeah. The, 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 our replacements right now for him leaving next year, I would have felt more comfortable if they would have, got say a Charbonnet or even a Tajay Spears or even Eric Gray. Like there were some guys that if they would have drafted and that kept, were bigger yeah. and kept that were bell cow type players, at least size wise, I would be more confident with being like, yeah, we're probably not going to resign TP 20, but right now what the fuck do you do if you don't resign them? I kind of regret the Biedes being down here on low priority, but I'm just a big fan of them. So I think it was fair. But center's a good center, and he's a really good center. He's not a great center. He's a really good center, and he and he's performs greatly with that offensive line. Um, you know, if he's going to play fair, throw him another two, two or three year contract. Yeah, and and because you got to find 
a good center to draft like uh, John Michael Schmidt. Mm-hmm. John Michael J. Yeah, Hammer Schmidt. I, I wouldn't. <laughs> I wouldn't mind the the center signing. Again, he he's been good enough, and he's been a, a he's been healthy. He's kept. He's hasn't missed games. He's been consistent. If you can get him for a, a cheap deal, centers don't break the bank usually. Yeah. So, and they haven't really been trying to find his replacement. So I could see them bringing him back too. Uh, 2020, moving on to 2025, the big must sign, of course, is our boy here, C.D. Lamb. Um, 88. Yeah. He's, he's not going nowhere. C.D. Lamb there, the, the C.D. Lamb ain't going nowhere. And so they do have that fifth year option with C.D. Lamb, okay. which will be, which will be that year, pretty much how you have 2025. So him and Diggs were taken in the same draft, but because C.D. Lamb was the first round, he was eligible for a fifth round or a fifth year option. Okay, so and so, they'll, so they'll not, exercise it, right? It's not active yet, but that's why it's showing up as he, he being. But you're saying that I mean, if, if they sign him before that taking that option, then they don't pay they they won't have to pay, pay him fifth. as much. It'll be an extended. It'll be an extended. They'll extend the his contract, right? Yeah. They'll Ooh, rework all, something. Ultra saying CD's new contract will get done in training camp. That would be sweet. Again, it's kind of how AJ said. Any of these must-sign guys, the get sooner him. you get them done, especially with CD Lamb. What if he goes out there now with a couple other of these guys and Ooh. he has an insane year? Oh yeah. What if he ends up having like, and this is this is a lot of a hope here, right? This is a lot of homerism. But what if he goes out there and has 15 touchdowns and like 1500 yards or like yeah. 1600 yards? Well, think how much he just cost you now instead of signing him right now. Yeah, and look at him just laying out there. Catching that bag of money. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Specifically, if it's a guy that you've drafted that you believe is your number one and you are you don't have any like you don't have any reason to cut him or to trade him. Like sign him, put him in put him in there, make the deal done early. He's so young too, still. He's had this is what his fourth season, third? Fourth. Going into his fourth, yeah. Going, going into his fourth, I think he's like 23, 24 years old, right? Or or something like that. Like, <laughs> yeah, Schoonmaker's like two years older than him already. <laughs> yeah, like the, the knowledge he's had. and Schoonmaker the, can't even make the under 25 list. <laughs> we'll, we'll just think, he, <laughs> he, uh, CD Lamb is um, probably just now getting into like his body being at its maximum ability to at its maximum capacity. Like just. I think it's around 25, is it, maybe? And probably if you're an athletic freak, you accelerate at that. But that's when your body's, like, completely fully developed. Yeah. I, I, think, I don't know. I might yeah. be missing that well, by a couple years. Regardless, but. 25 to 30, he's going to be in his yes, prime yes. years Those of are athleticism. The prime years. So yeah. you make make a five-year deal with him. Give him money. You're you're going to save a couple million. It, the, the difference is it's not even about... It's not, and this is possibly why the Cowboys would do it. It's not necessarily about the money to them. It's when they, it's when they fuck around with the salary cap. So by letting it go on too long, you're just hurting the salary cap. So Jerry Jones probably doesn't care if he pays him an extra five million dollars or twenty five million dollars as long as he believes in him. But they're failing to realize that it's going to affect the salary cap. Like there's just no, there's no need, there's no need to um, extend it past what it needs to be. Like well, let's him. just say this. Let's just say this. When they drafted C.D. Lamb in 2020 at 17 or whatever we drafted him at, when we didn't necessarily need a wide receiver, your best case scenario is you're going to be paying this guy for a second contract. And now he's performed well enough to give him a second contract. So that's just 
this is the best case scenario for the Cowboys. Yeah, yeah you're going to have to pay him, but you gave him 88. This couldn't, yeah. you couldn't have hoped for more. Like, this is exactly what you wanted. You wanted him to ball out. Now he's 100% going to be a Cowboy for a long time, and there, he's going to make a fuck ton of money. How do you love, do you love seeing the photo of like CD, Pearson, Brian, and, uh, uh, urban oh, together. I love it. Yeah, yeah. I love. I love that. I love that every eighty-eight because obviously when Des got it, it was a big deal, and you're like, "Oh, is he going to be good?" And he was. Des was amazing. And then CD gets, and you're like, "Fuck!" I really, really hope he lives up to it. And he still has a lot of way to go to live uh, live up to it, but he's definitely on track. And that's the best thing about it. You know that we we have not seen the best of CD Lamb yet, so it's exciting that there's like he's not maxed out. He's not tapped out as a receiver. You know their potential is there. Get that, get that older, get that older uh, wide receiver vet in there to groom him up a little bit. Um, you got Cooks. Cooks having Cooks on yeah. the other side is going to play massive, pay massive dividends for CD Lamb's production. J- just a quick clarification, Ultra Cowboy uh, Schoonmaker is going to be a stud. Uh, him not, we all believe the, it. Making him not, him not making the top twenty-five list has nothing about his play, player. Ability. It's more about his age because he's a fucking. He's old aged ass out. Man. He's already aged out. He's twenty five already. <laughs> uh, high priority is Leighton Vander Esch and Brian Anger, and I think uh, LVE still still youthful at this point. Um, getting him for another two three more years if he's playing like he did last year. Yeah. Uh, and Brian Anger, solid boot. I mean, there's no signs of him slowing down. And with the amount of times that special teams are t- touch the football, when you find a guy like Brian Anger, you gotta make sure well, you retain him if you can. Isn't there a new rule? Uh, isn't there a new rule that might be coming in about fair, the fair catch rule, where you automatically get it at the twenty-five yard line or something like that? That's or, that it. They, there was some. I didn't. I didn't get a chance to read it, but I saw. I thought that co- they, that was initiated. If you moved. if if you kick if you kick on on kickoff, it's already on the twenty-five. If I you. Know. If it's a touchback it's or like, you fair catch it, you're on the 25. Okay. Maybe that's punting. Maybe we're thinking about moving. Yeah. I hope that's not. That's what I'm talking about, punter. That's why. So Brian oh, Anger on oh, this yeah. list. Oh, yeah. Okay. I, hope, I hope not. Uh, pinning someone inside the 20, someone pin, pinning someone inside the 20 is such a skill. And it's such. that's why he ends up being a high priority because that extra five yards, if you can consistently get them on the 20, I, I don't know. Okay. I, so I would hate that. The, the current rule change proposal involves placing the ball on the 25 yard line on punt touchbacks. Like the current kickoff rule, hoping this would incentivize teams to go for on fourth. Well, that's not a touchback, though, Ant. It's not like pinning someone. No, sorry, but if you try to pin them, you're getting now these kickers oh, are getting sure. the, these punters are getting uh, penalized because yeah. you're, you're instead of trying to pin them on the one, you're going to be like, okay, I just want to get it to maybe the fifteen. Well, that's right. What they want. Instead of, I hate that. So yeah, yeah the yeah. the NFL wants teams to possibly go for it on fourth. Yeah, because if you don't, that. Right now, to make that decision on fourth down, if you're going to punt or go for it, it has to do with net yards, right? So if you punt it and you get it into the end zone and it goes to the 20 and instead of, say, you, your net yards is only 20 yards, they're going to go for it on fourth down instead of even risking the punt. So the more you push that touchback back, mm-hmm. the, more, the more chances they're going to be like, okay, well, we'd only net 15 yards if we punted here and we and we fuck up. I, I don't. I don't know. I don't like McCarthy's not doing that math on the sideline. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> but it, it kind I of. I it, didn't even know that. Ad. I didn't even know, know that was up for rule. Yeah, proposition. 
Yeah, I, I saw, I forget who I saw. I, I think pro, my, it had to have been uh, Pat McAfee complaining can about they, it. And I uh, saw a headline for it because he was a punter. That's can, probably he probably only. hates it. Yeah. He probably hates it. Can yeah. they still make rule changes right now before the season? Or, or does it have to be done? That for article next that year? I just saw was March 28th. So I think the proposal was in for this that would be effective for the 2023 season. Okay. okay. Well, they, they have the owners meeting. So any rules yeah. and stuff, I think it gets decided at that point. And I think that's already happened. So I, I it, possibly for B for next season. Right. But then again, I didn't even know this rule existed, so I might just be talking out my asshole. We do that a lot. When we, do, when we don't know a ru- <laughs> we, when we don't know something, we talk about it long enough to try to have chat correct us, and no one's corrected <laughs> us yet. So you might be right. Yeah. So I, I threw, uh, low priority. Okay. Yeah, I threw a, a lot of names. I threw a lot of name on low priority because I couldn't make them up my mind, and, and any one of any one of these guys could become. Um, a, an actual low priority, whereas some of these guys are definitely not going to be on on it by the end right. of the season. Right now, for me, the only guy that I don't agree with, I would say Osa. Osa, to me, Hi. the way he's played his first few, few seasons, how just basing off of his production and how it's it's vaulting up, like his first year, Should he be a higher priority. I think well, he, I think he's going to be, and that's that's just basing off his two seasons that he's had. The way that he plays and the way he's going to be matched up with Mozzie Smith, I think he could end up being a guy we really want to keep around. That's true. I, I had Osa, Cox, and uh, Israel as potential high priorities. Israel's in a stacked kind of uh, position on the Cowboys, which is nice, hey? Thinking about nice. cornerback, like, it's it feels like we got some serious depth. Um, and I think he's a guy who, with the little time he had on the field, at least impressed us in-house here. So yep. he... The potential's there, and Cox. It's more of wishful thinking. Like, let's hope he he's did. probably not even. He's probably going to get cut before before that. <laughs> to be honest, <laughs> okay, okay. Jabby Cox. The, the other, the only other one here too would be Cooper Rush. If the Cowboys don't go out and, and draft anyone, then you bring back Cooper Rush. Hey, you guys see that? I know I put it in the group chat, but I got to bring it up. Ben DiNucci signed with the Broncos. I know. I feel a little bit slighted by that. A little, like, kind of slighted by it. Yeah, I'm turned off by him now. Is he going to make a, a company that has Denver hats now upside down? Probably. Just Denver? Son of a bitch. He, he should. Pay, I gets, hope. He gets paid in Dallas for his Dallas uh, upside down hats. <laughs> okay. And then here's kind of, I mean, without question, feed the lion a big re-sign bag Resign Micah th- 2026. So 2026. 2026. Yeah, 26 no, I, know, I, I, I know. I'm just saying resign Micah now. I mean, obviously, it's not Again, great. Though, you're right. Like, not great for those players. I mean, but at the same time, the player, ha- player has to want to accept that like he's not Micah wouldn't accept that because he knows he's gonna have better seasons he's gonna gamble on himself so it doesn't make sense for him to sign it net because he'll get paid more crack him if you it, got him baby. Crack him if it, it all it all kind of depends on uh on what the contract would be but I it, for Parsons it's too early um yeah. but next year you know start looking Who, at who's it, the highest sure. paid defensive player of all time Right now, it's got to be Aaron Donald. It's definitely Aaron. It's got to be Aaron. Well, while well, well, AJ's checking that out, um, and Ultra Cowboys possibly. Says, how are you going to pay Water Nick Bosa? How are you going to pay everybody when you will give an average QB franchise money, and Mike is going to get QB type money? Hard reality will set in when they pay Dak. I don't think they'll repay yeah. Dak. Ooh. they're gonna they're gonna extend Dak. They're gonna end up extending Dak, and it's actually the thing with extensions and and quarterbacks and these big contracts. 
if you they honestly probably should have extended Dak this year, it would have freed up more money this year. They're probably just waiting on it when they do have to pay all these guys. And all they do is they front load it and then they flip money. And it's just you're always chasing almost this imaginary money that you're hoping you never have to pay. Yeah, and players. Right? Yeah, you're gonna eat. You're gonna eat dead money eventually, but they just they just keep kicking it down, kicking it down, kicking it down. Yeah, you, you allot X amount of your budget to be dead cap, so you can do this. And the players win because the, well, at the end of the day, the teams win because they get to kick. They eventually end up with a, a surplus of like how much they promised and how much they actually give out. But the players win in that they get more money up front. In bonuses, yeah. When they Guaranteed do that, buddy. yeah. So, yeah, exactly. If the if they get cut, then they don't get that big fifty million dollar a year or whatever, right? They, yeah. they, they get like fifteen million of it or whatever. But so they. Um, but Aaron Donald, by the way, is that is the highest, and it's thirty two million dollars a season. Oof. Mike is going to be the highest paid up, up, defensive up. player in the NFL. Smells like men. Smells like sweaty men in here. Hey. Nice. hey. Real, yeah, that's right. Real men. UK Steve's in the house. UK Steve's in the house. Wear, uh, wearing an equally uh, respectable jersey. Wearing his Man City. Man City. Man, man you. Oh man wow, you. you're about to get you're about to get punched out. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say you're about to get punched out for that. I was gonna make you a man. To, I was gonna make, to I was, come I was, on No, no, no. I, I had a Man City joke locked in my brain, and I and I said it before the man. You, you should have said he was wearing a West Ham jersey. Oh no, I should have said you were wearing a West Ham jersey. <laughs> Fuck you, Anthony says. Um, oh, sweet. Yeah, you can keep the door open, though. It's pretty warm in here. Um, Simon says, I don't get what this is. He's uh, He says, um, so bypass the fifth-year option for Micah, dot, 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 gotcha. And then he goes, so much hate. Shake my head. Uh, so much hate. <laughs> maybe it's both. Uh, look, no, it's shake my head. It's I say so head much hate me. all the time. You probably, at this point, that's when it that's when his uh, contract runs out. So you could take. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, AJ. I cut you off there. No, I was just saying, like, you could do that, but I doubt that the, the Cowboys are more than likely going to resign him before they extend the fifth year. I would, exactly. I, I would think. Exactly. What happens if after, after season four of Micah absolutely dominating, he's like, I'm not coming to training camp until you extend me? Yeah. Well, now yep. this fifth, fifth year option goes out is moot. Yeah, you're telling me if Michael Parsons goes out there again in year three and four and has 15 plus sacks, you think he's just going to play on a fifth year option? Yeah, not a not a fucking chance. I, we're actually lucky that Trevon Diggs isn't holding out in training camp this year. He's going to play on his fourth year deal. And yeah, I, I'm on the page that you signed a contract, you should play the contract out. But that's not how it works. These guys all want security, right? And I'm telling you right now, if Micah balls out in year three and four, he is not playing that fifth year option. Not a chance. Yeah, it's not how it works, but it's all but it it's it, sorry, it's correct it's, it's not part of the contract, but that's just how how it works in the NFL. Oh. Teams do it to the players in different ways. Ultra saying you can't hold out anymore. The CBA was changed for that. Mm, okay. <laughs> well we'll see. What do you mean you can't hold out? All he has to say is I'm not coming. Yeah. <laughs> what do you me. mean you can't hold out? Find me. find me. Here's some. What, they're going to put a gun to his head and tell him day, that he has to come at, to the to, to play. At the end of the day, Micah, Micah Parsons is going to get a lot of money, regardless. Well, I'm going to ask Cow- you guys this right now. Cowboys will pay him a lot of money. What are the Cowboys going to do if Micah Parsons says after year four, "I'm not playing for you until you pay me"? 
I care the CBA. The CBA actually is probably Bennett. The C, it, it plays better into the collective bargaining agreement for players to be able to do that. It, 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 it a, a fifth year option player. Uh, Ultra Cowboy saying, go look up Rokon Smith. You uh, can't hold out. Um, and then Simon says, you can hold out. The fine is heavy. So, yeah. You, yeah, I the mean, fine's heavy. But if you know you're about to make 30 to $40 million a year instead of getting hurt and then completely jeopardizing yourself, you 100% can hold out. You just get fined. Okay. But here's the thing about these fines. Are these fines from the team and that when they make a deal, they'll just rinse that? Probably. Yeah, because if that's the case, it's like, yeah, I'll I'll fucking hold out, and you're gonna, and when we make a contract, you're gonna erase all those fines, or you're gonna pay for all yeah. my fines. Fifty thousand so, dollars per day. It's fifty thousand dollars. That's nothing. It's yeah, it's really peanuts in the scheme of things. And like I said, you could probably fifty for veterans. Teams may reduce or forgive fines for all players. Yeah. That's what I mean. Micah Parsons is not going to play on his fifth-year option. This is the best example, and this is from Julian. Oh, he wait, says, sorry. It's mandatory for players on veterans, I guess. That that was the update. But anyways, like I said, the, you would work. I, I can just imagine a player just working that into the deal, saying, well, I'm getting $250,000 fine, so <laughs> write that into the contract, too. <laughs> Again, I mean, I, I just if don't, Micah I, ends up... Sorry, Ad. I just I don't think it's gonna happen. I think Mike is there. I think it's gonna be amicable. I think they're gonna pay him. They want to pay him. They want to keep him on the team. Um, if you know he's a, and he and I and I think he's gonna get the money that he's gonna de- get deserved. I think he will be the highest defensive player. Well, what's the history when, of the when Cowboys? They it, when they resign it, what's the history of the the Cowboys? Do they treat their stars right and and sign them, or do they let them? Do they let the contracts go to dispute always? Hank Lawrence went to dispute Ezekiel Elliott held out and they ended up paying both of them. Yeah. Um, so 2026 high priorities, Deron Bland, Damone Clark and Sam Williams, a little bit of a question mark on these guys, but I think, um, from what we've seen and well, except for Damone Clark. Uh, so I am a little biased with him, but, um, you know, by this point, we'll probably want to be bringing these guys back. It's tricky to say. I mean, obviously, yeah, off the off of what they've done. Yeah. But as you get further in free agency per year, it gets a little bit trickier to say. What, but those guys based off of last year, yeah, definitely. Yeah, we're just making some guesses. Low priority, Jake Fergie. Uh, I just think Schoonmaker is going to come in here and uh, revolutionize the tight end position in Dallas. Or, <laughs> sorry, roll old, it back. Old man Schoon? No, roll it back to the Witten days. A, a, <laughs> little, a little bit of a uh, uh, touch of Witten, I think, so. Um, do you need a top up? Yeah, sure. Top up uh, Jake, I think Jake Ferguson, unfortunately, might ha- might be cut at that point, uh, or he's just wow. Gonna, well, well, or he or or he's just going to be who he is. AJ's saying, got a vendetta on these <laughs> on these tight ends. And just speaking how I feel, uh, <laughs> cut was maybe a strong word, but I feel like if he wants to play the top position, he'll have to go to another team, and if he doesn't mind, then he can just hang out in Dallas. Hey, if either one of those guys is fighting, if, sure. if Jake Ferguson's fighting for his position, position life because Schoonmaker came in and balled out, it's the best thing for the Cowboys. Absolutely. And our, our last season here, uh, 2027, must signs. Now, some of these guys might be hanging up the cleats, a.k.a. Zach Martin. Uh, but we got Tyler Smith and Dak Prescott. Um, T- Prescott, though, big asterisks. 
Do you, the questions I just just ask is, do you think the Cowboys are going to draft a replaceable QB? Um, unquestionably, that would allow them to let the contract run out. Probably not, right? They, if they draft a QB, he's going to be a later round QB and then show up and and surprise everyone. Like they're not going to go first or second round on a QB, right? I don't think. Not while Dak's not, in town. No, you're right. And then in free agency, they're really not going to make any strong moves for anyone who could replace him while he's on the team either. So in my opinion, I think right now the Cowboys are going to ride out Dak for eternity. <laughs> yeah. I, they're going to they're gonna use people that don't like Dak Prescott are going to be very upset because he's the Cowboys quarterback until years. the wheels fall until the wheels fall off. Yeah, he's, like- quarterbacks play till they're easily 35 now. Dak suggested his game that he's not the guy that's running all the time. He can sit back and throw the ball. He's going to be a Cowboy, and he's going to be the Cowboys starting quarterback for, for the next foreseeable future. Yeah, and, and, unless he Mr. Glasses in and gets, gets another yeah. injury. But uh, Zach Martin, though, that's the big question mark. And I think Tyler Smith, no-brainer, right? Yep. And then uh, definitely high priority would be Dono Dub. We'll see. I mean, by this point... Um, he might have ran his course athletically, um, and maybe we have a replacement drafted, which would be nice. I do want to see a safety drafted sometime soon. Yeah. Um, and then low priority, again, it's Michael Gallup to Marcus Lawrence. I think D-Law is going to retire and become a coach for the Cowboys. Print, coach Tank. Print that. And then Gallup at this point, again, hoping that we have found another uh, young stud to kind of fill that role, and uh, we can let – Gallop loose. We can let he's him. He's more than gallop. likely not. He's more than likely not getting that third contract. No. And then, of course, at this point, all of our all of our draft p- picks that we drafted this year by 2027, they're all going to be up for renewal. So there's so much unknown by 2027. You need they will need to have all of those must picks and Dak Press uh, Dak Prescott signed to new contracts so they can actually gauge how much can be distributed for these new picks that are all going to be coming up. Some of them might be better than who we have on the field, which would be great. Um, and some might just be low priorities. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I mean, it's too, like you said, it's too early. Gallup could ball out this year and have a good uh, 2020. I mean, these are, this is 2027. So. 2027. I know, I know. That's four seasons. That's it's tough. <laughs> but you know I like what? that AJ dove. I like that you dove into it, but that's, that's tough. Here's why, because it gives you perspective from, it gives you perspective on what the hell is happening, uh, or sorry, why the office might be doing certain things. When you look at, like, those are all, every single year till 2027, there is a big money contract for the Cowboys, um, which maybe that's normal. And, and to be quite honest, that might be a great pacing for your signing your big contracts, yeah. right? Because you get to, like, deal with one a year, Um so, fun, fun stuff. And are you sticking around, or do you got to go? No, I'm probably going to hop out of here, guys. You okay. guys are going to be going. Hey, and I better not go back on the YouTube later tonight to watch, and it's just you two kissing for the next <laughs> yeah. 30 minutes. Hey, we're doing <laughs> hey, well, there, the hey, only, there's nothing wrong if we kiss. The only other thing no, that there I, isn't. I have, and, and uh, well, we can go over with you as well on Wednesday, Anth, is just the matchups and players to watch. But I think uh, me, me and Adam have one more cup here to finish, so we might as well go through. Yep. All right, guys. I'll see. I'll see you guys Wednesday night. Peace. All right. Peace. 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 All right. But we're sticking around, Cowboys.
Cowboys Nation or Can Phantomaniacs. And, um, whoa. Just two bandwagon boys. Welcome to the bandwagon extravaganza. Hey, they, uh, they finally let us, uh, they finally let run us run the bus. They're letting us drive well, the bus. Here's the thing we, we have always been driving the bus, but can we drive and talk at the same can time? We drive and steer. Can we drive and steer? Can we drive and steer? It's the same thing. <laughs> can we drive and steer? Can we drive and talk at the same time? Okay, so this is not a very pretty list. Okay, let me see if I can. I just gotta... actually hang on one sec. Pop, take it off. It, 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 it is off. It is off. I'm, what okay. I'm trying to do right now is I had it set for a guest on the screen. Can oh, I... we got a guest. Well, Anth. Oh, oh. <laughs> that's our host. Sorry, guys. Just while we are um, setting this up, uh, what are your thoughts about? Um, the matchups that you want to see, and I'm talking about uh, either player versus player or position versus position uh, throughout the season. Um, you know, it can go game by game or just specifically by uh, matchups. You can throw that out in the chat there. But uh, if that was confusing, well, I, I, it was confusing to me. But I'll, I'll ask you. I mean, you're doing some stuff right now, and in, in there, anyways. But um. Ultra Cowboy brings up a good point. Eagles paid Hurts and still drafted Tanner McKee. Say what you want, but the, they, dra- they draft QBs to give them flexibility. So I do – it is disappointing that we didn't necessarily draft a QB this year. However, they took Cooper Rush. and Possibly they weren't thinking about it until next year. I do think the Cowboys will draft a QB next year in, in, in order to get shore themselves up in case something happens to Dak. Potentially, I'm just saying, like, because Q- Cooper, Ru- Cooper Rush is not going to be our number one. He he he's just a backup. He did a good job no, no, as a backup. No. Yeah, just a backup. But that's all you need. Like, you don't want to. What you don't want on your team is two for sure starting quarterbacks. Right. I know that sounds like a great thing, but you're wasting, um, the value on your team if you have that. Now, of course, it does happen in rare cases where you draft a surprise quarterback who turns out to be a number one and now you do have two number ones and you ride that out for sure but at the end of the day you can't play them both and they're too valuable to sit other teams want them and you can get a lot of value back in return so if Dak's going to be sticking around investing a high priority pick in one of those guys just doesn't make sense to me and I don't think it makes sense to the Cowboys they had a chance to pull the trigger on a couple guys in the sixth round and they didn't yep and so what more, like, that's about as far back as you can that, really go. To that's make what, sense that's what, that's what I'm saying. Not this year, but I bet you next draft we will see a QB get drafted. No, I, uh, um, we'll see. I don't even know what, I mean, we'll have to wait till next year to put in the effort to looking to see what the actual find a new draft find, find, like. find a new uh, college quarterback that I, uh, that I want to love. I know. Well, where, where did he end up again? Uh, Charbonnet? He no, ended, no, not Charbonnet. Not Charbonnet. Uh, DTR? DTR. I don't, uh, not the Lions. Um, he landed in, where did he land? After he didn't get drafted to us, I w- he was dead to me. Yeah, I know. The Browns. Right. Which, again, I'll, I'll still, I'll still, I'll watch Recording stopped. Oh, what happened there? No, I, it's okay. the Zoom thing. Don't worry. All right, well, let, let's bring up these uh, matchups here. Okay, let's see what we got okay. here. Okay, so these are matchups and players to watch. And what I mean by that is not the mat- the team matchup that I want to watch, not 
the Cowboys versus the Eagles. Yep. Okay. Okay. I'm talking about the actual in game. What am I? Lo- what am I looking at okay. in each of these games? Okay. So I've gone through, and I've uh, analyzed. Picked, analyzed. I did everyone except for I think the Cardinals, and the reason is there's nothing I want to watch specifically in the Cardinals game except for just the the Cowboys beat them. Like oh, so you went you went week to week. I went not week to week. Okay. I went. I I just went all of the opponents. So some teams we play them twice. Uh, I just combined them together. Okay. It'll make sense when we get through the first one, I think. All right, but, let's do but it. what we're looking at is is the in-game matchups that we want to watch, and then also players who us as Can Fanomaniacs will be interested in. Uh, yeah, and and Julian of uh, four twenty four brought up a matchup that I wasn't even thinking about. Oh, it's on there. Yeah, we'll get to it. We're gonna get to it, Julian. Starting here with the New York Giants. Um, and I might get some of these matchups wrong, because, uh, so that's why I want to kind of ant here for this. And sorry, like th- this is like zoom it in. Oh, it's a junkiest document, so just it's a, it's a nice little word doc that you got. There yes, we go, baby. Word doc. Because I I was gonna make something nice, but I just waited last minute. So anyway, um, New York Giants here matchups. We got Jalen Hyatt versus Lewis or Bland because. Uh, it looks like at this point, anyways, he's going to be like third or fourth on the on mm-hmm. the depth. Um, he might jump up though. So this, so if it's not Lewis and Bland, then it's going to be. Um, and I have CG. That's going to be. That's they're not. They're not CG guys. That's cornerback. For audio listeners, like what is he talking about? Well, you got to hop over to the YouTube. Just search Cowboys Can Fan on YouTube, and you will be able to live stream with us. Subscribe notifications every all that Sunday stuff. and Monday. Sunday, Sunday. service Monday. Uh, Wednesday. So Sunday, <laughs> Sunday and Wednesday. Man, I'm still I'm jet lag, bro. That's Japan. I'm jet lag, bro. Um, yeah, our, Japan's Wednesday is uh, Canada's Monday. Yeah. So Jalen Hyatt versus basically whatever CB he lines up against because we were uh, potentially talking about you, getting that cat. You don't think he's gonna? You don't think he's gonna line up with Diggs? I don't think he's going to be the number one. Yeah, no. Not I, in the, I mean, I, I, I can pull up the... Um, what week do we play the Giants again? First. The first week? First week. Kind of goes in order here, but we play them twice, so this is in both games. Next matchup is John Michael Schmidt, that that uh, beautiful center. So John Michael, Michael Jingleheimer Schmidt versus... Osa oh, and Mazua. Oh, there, there it is. Go. We thought we'd get through one Sunday service without uh, Alex's alarm. No. Guess what happened? It did it. Um, John Michael Schmidt versus Osa and Mazzy, um on the DT there. So they're going to be facing up against him. Um, we'll yep. see how he performs. I don't know if he'll... Actually, right now, it looks like he is the, the starter in New York. And then there's Deontay Banks, um, cornerback and... and I think he is starting right, so I believe that would be lining up against Lamb, but uh, either way, it's going to be against Lamb or Gallup that he's lining up against. Right. And then a players to watch is Eric Gray, the running back for the Giants. We had our eye on him. Um, yes, we did. But, of course, he went to the... So er, you think players to watch are Eric, <laughs> Eric Gray over Saquon? Yeah, well, that's an obvious one. Yeah. I'm talking about... Who I'm interested in per- right. personally, okay. okay? I mean, yeah, of course. Uh, these are interesting matchups and players to watch. I'm yep. just throwing out some ideas for people to uh, to think maybe about. This is what you want to want to look at. This is what I'm going to be looking at anyway. So uh, next on the list are the New York Jets. I only have one thing I'm going to be watching in this game. Now, Rajas, it will be nice. I should add. Uh, 
since they ranked sauce so high, yeah, so high I was now say, I do. Sauce now needs to be on. Sauce and lamb. Sauce and lamb. Sauce and lamb. Or whoever he lines up against, right? Sa- sauce versus the wide receivers of the Dallas Cowboys. Yep. That's going to be one. And then, of course, I want to say, Dak versus Rodgers, this is going to be a nice match. This is kind of like, so Rodgers is on that elite NFL pedestal. And Dak is making his walk up the steps. All quarterbacks take this walk. Some fall off along the way. And very few make it to the top. Yep. I think this is a game if Dak wins and wins under his due diligence and not because of an excellent defender game. Let me finish my point. Yep. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm letting you finish. Thanks. Uh, that it will um, take him to that next level or maybe one more step closer at least to being like that elite style NFL QB who, who's held very high for the way that he's played. Of course, you can never get there without a Super Bowl, but getting closer. I, I think you need to change it to Cowboys versus Rodgers as the matchup to watch because okay. Aaron Rodgers is the Cowboy killer. Ooh. So he now that he's on the Jets, we haven't seen Aaron Rodgers in any other scheme. Um, How about that? Yeah, okay. I can see that. Because to me, the matchup is Dak versus Aaron Rodgers, but you are very right. We need to get that monkey off our back, as they say. Yeah. So that 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 that's out of the Jets. That's what I want to see. And then obviously we already talked about Saucy. Yeah. Saucy versus Lamb. Some well, sauce Lamb that, action. That, that would be added. Um, actually, let me just add it right now. So we add can... it right now so that you have it. Sauce Gardner CB versus the wide receivers. Yeah. Which I think he'll be matched up to CeeDee Lamb for most of the time. I think so, yeah. So week five, Nate Dog was in the chat earlier. I don't know if he's still here. And he was saying week five, let's see. Um, that's, uh, survey says week five. Um, yeah, week five, 49ers. Well, there's a few matchups I want to see. Number one, it's the defense versus the offense. Um, and I guess you could equally argue the Dallas Cowboys offense versus the 49ers defense. Which, so if we looked at last... Last uh, the last game that they played against the 49ers, the defense did their job. The I know offense couldn't do their job, so it would be. I I do I do like the Dallas 49ers on the whole, but I think it would be Dallas offense versus 49ers defense. Okay, um, the thing that I was just looking at is I want to see them just dominate. Yeah, again. Well, they kept but that's under, what I'm they, saying. You can un, flip un, it either way. Un, under tw- under twenty points, is, I know, is still a good job, right? Oh, it's great. It was a fantastic job. Yeah. Um. Now, 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 Mozzie <sighs> Smith versus Mozzie Smith versus uh, Christian McCaffrey would be a nice matchup. Oh, Moz, I, you Moz, know, I never considered defensive tackle to running back. So that's a, that's a fair one. Let's add it to the list. Yeah. And then as everyone's on uh, overshown, yeah, there you got you got overshown right there. Agent Zero. Is it MCM? Mozzie Smith? No, MCM. Oh, yeah. Chris, uh, Chris, uh, no, CMC. CMC. <laughs> MCM is the it's movie like a, company? <laughs> no, MGM is the movie oh. company. Yeah, CMC versus Mozzie. So Mozzie's being brought in to help stop the run game. Yeah, and, and I think that's that's a really good one, actually. CMC versus Mozzie. You know what? We're going to do Mozzie uh, Osa because that's kind of the tag team I've been doing. Because as much as Mozzie's exciting because yeah. he's the rookie, it's also like Osa's going to be on the field kind of um, hopefully solidifying that. And then we can't yep. forget about Hankins either, yep. but I really think Hankins going to play that. Yeah, exactly. Backup. But like the fact of them drafting Mozzie so high. Oh, yeah. They're going to use them. They, they, but you'll, you'll probably have two of them there. Yeah. Um, then we have 
Bosa. Uh, Bosa. Bosa. Freaking. Nick Bosa versus Tyler Smith. That's just going to be a uh, a battle. Yeah. I'm gonna. It's a nice test for Smith to see how he's going to hold up. That right there is as good as you can get in terms of competition on defensive end. And so if Smith performs well, I think we can be pretty, pretty, pretty happy. Ants, Ants in the chat saying MCM is going to kill it. I mean, so you want Christian McCaffrey to... Uh, MCM? Yeah. You want... You, you want... Uh, I think I'm dyslexic. <laughs> so, uh, so next up is Micah Parsons, who I I am just putting LBDE. We don't know, right? But versus whichever quarterback there is, I th- I'm calling multi a multi sack game is in it, this one. Is it going to be Brock Purdy? Is it going to be Trevor Lawrence? Is it not, be... uh, not Trevor Lawrence. Um, Trey Lance. Trey Lance. Trevor yep. Lawrence. Or some other. Or some other. Some other. Just some other guy. Some other jag. Um, another guy. Yeah, and then yeah, <laughs> and then there's Overshawn. Now I'm, I am taking the guess that Overshawn is going what? Well, where's the A in 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 his name? It's Overshawn. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> am I saying Overshawn? Okay. Overshawn. Yeah. Versus. Versus Kittle. Yeah, yeah. But I'm taking the perspective that Overshawn's going to be playing a coverage right. yeah. linebacker Ver- position, yeah. not a safety. Yeah. And even if he is. Playing a little bit of safety, he could still be on him. But that's the the. No, I, li- I like that. I like that matchup. Yeah, you're bringing him in for a reason. I mean, uh, like we've seen LVE play against Kittle before, but uh, are are they bringing someone like Overshone who has the free safety tendencies to come in there and be a coverage linebacker? I think that's a good. That's I think it's a good matchup. Yeah. So that's that's what we're looking at with 49ers. Um, next up on this list, I I I, I skip Cardinals guys because there's nothing fucking there. To really care about, in my opinion. <laughs> okay, L.A. Chargers. We got Quentin Johnson, and he's probably going to be lining up uh, against Lewis or, or Bland. And he maybe at this point in the season is moved up to be playing against Diggs and uh, and or Gallimore. So, again, this could be more of a Quentin Johnson versus the, the cornerbacks in uh, Dallas instead. Yep. But at this point, I believe he's like um, third on the list there. Um, well, who else? Third on the depth chart. Who's the other uh, receivers for the Chargers? Allen. Uh, let me look really quick. Look, I think I think it's on. Allen's the only other chart. Yeah. So I guess by that time, it's who. If Quentin Johnson he could move, he could have moved. Yeah. Up. If Quentin Johnson is the is uh, your arguably the wide receiver one, then uh, you're going to move him. Austin Eckler? No, no, not no, Austin no. It's, it's, yeah, it's Allen, Keenan Allen, and Mike Williams, and they're okay. both like yeah. Quality receivers, but yeah, either but one of those guys. By that time, I think this is uh, like a week three or four, or is it later in the season? No, this is after um, 49ers. Yeah, so so if it's later, yeah, so if it's after the 49ers, then then we'll have enough time to see what Quinton Johnson can do, and possibly Diggsies is going to be on him. Who yeah, knows? week six, actually. Week six. Um, then there's Schoonmaker. Your boy, and old man Scooney. This is uh, he's going to be going up against either Mac or Bosa at the linebacker position. Now I might not have that matchup right because I don't follow the Chargers enough to know if Mac or Bosa are just strict rushing um, linebackers. But from what I read up a little bit on them quickly, they do some coverage. So, anyways, the point being, this is a good test for Shoemaker. He's playing some. He's playing a real quality linebacker. Um, squad here in against the 49ers and the Chargers. Yep. So these these two games are going to be some real um 
ability testers for Schooney. Anth wants you to add Herbert versus the Cowboys cornerbacks. Ooh, okay, Daddy. <laughs> See, this is why AJ loves uh, having you still creeping in the chat because then you can add to this. So, Anth, I'm assuming what you're saying is... Um... Justin Herbert's the deadly person to watch for. Hmm? Uh, like on the Chargers? Oh yeah, you know he yeah. he's a great he is a uh, he is a great um, a great quarterback. Uh, I, and you know what the the Chargers offense is pretty freaking for, uh, formidable. So watching them watching the uh, CBs and and how they can perform against Herbert Herbert and they had uh, a bad bit. Justin and, Hebert. And that wide receiver core, including wherever the hell Quentin Johnston is at that point in time in the season. I mean, he might have risen up to number one. Right. And that would be scary. Yeah. And then finally, players to watch. We just had them kind of on our our draft board here and there. Tuli Tuipoluto, linebacker. AJ wanted to add that on there just so he could say his name on this cast. Okay, next up, we got the L.A. Rams. Here's our boy Steve Avila uh, le- playing left guard, I guess, but he, who knows? He could be left or right, but so we'll just say guard. Um, and, th- and then he's going to be up against Osa and Mazi, uh, more than likely on that DT position. Ramming head-to-head. Get him. And then uh, Aaron Donald, of course, versus Tyler Smith. That's going to be another test for Tyler Smith. He's got a couple of hard... Uh, competitors that he's going to be playing against this year, but that's good. But not not, uh, and you don't think like Cooper Cup versus Diggs. Oh, okay, yeah, mm-hmm. you like that Cooper Cup versus uh, our boy. Yeah, no, no, that's a good one. Cups versus Diggs, that's good. That's good. Actually, that's oh, really Anth, good. Hey, Anth, 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 settle down, okay? You're too late in the comment. Anth goes Diggs versus Cup. Get the fuck out of it. Hey, guess what? I can't tell you to get out of here because you're already gone. Yo, you're already gone. You're already gone, son. No, that, that's actually a really good one. And and it's a, is that the second kind of big test for Diggs this season? I think, well, you know, Quinton, uh, Quinton Johnston could be a big test for Diggs, but I think that's the only... Well, De- well, Debo Samuels for the 49ers would be a, will be a, a matchup for him. True, but he kind of plays. But I mean, anyway. we're, we're, yeah, yeah. De- Debo Samuels is going to be uh, Debo versus the Cowboys defense. It will be another would be another one to watch out for. True, true. For the 49ers. Um, the Rams also drafted Kobe Turner, defensive end. That guy who Kobe could- Obi Trice. No, 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 no. That's not him. No, this I is. Keep, Co- <laughs> I keep getting Corey, Corey Trice and Corey, Kobe Turner yes. mixed up there. Kobe Turner was the guy who we looked at, and um, we couldn't find his birth date anywhere. Right. And he, yeah. and he could have been twenty-one years old or thirty-five. Yeah. Um, and then he was uh, an old man. Trevius Hodges Tomlinson. By this point in the season, I think this is like week, uh, week seven. Um. It's going to be interesting to see how this young kid is. Yep. I never thought he was going to do good. You, AJ, and I hope I'm AJ, wrong. AJ, I always hope I'm wrong. AJ didn't outrightly talk down to him during our draft extravaganza or our draft, the, the 10 weeks of draft prep that we did. Because he was but never he, seriously he never, considered. Yeah, exactly. So every time we'd bring him up, it was like AJ would go science. AJ would go silent. Sorry. And I went science on you. And, and then he would go science on us. 
Here's why, Traverius. I'm, point, I'm pointing like, what happened to our screen? Because <laughs> yeah, yeah. I have a big white mask. Okay, here we go. Anth, we need your input here. For the Eagles, I'm just going to roll through. And then... Um, okay, so yeah. right, so you can okay. roll through. but uh, No, no, no. Go the, ahead. The, go the ahead. Let's one. do it. Let's Dak do versus Hurts. I, uh, I, I think that, yeah, if we want to just look at Stats at the end of the game, quarterback to quarterback, it makes sense. But I but feel like... But that's the war that... You, this is what you're coming to see. I know. This I, is what the fucking... What we've been waiting for. Hurts versus Mozzie Smith. And Osa. Hurts. Hurts. Ver- but the Hurts is Hurts just, versus the that's, Cowboys defense. He's not defense. battling those guys. Well, he's though. battling the Cowboys defense. I know, but that's like way too obvious. Okay. I think that they bring someone like Moz, I mean, Mozzie here, Smith in to help st- help to help the run game. So they're going to put him and Micah adjusting to, you know, Micah was talking about he's going to be full-time edge. Uh, adjusting the Cowboys run-stop defense versus Hurts is what I think we're, is, is what we're going to see here. Look what, look what. Oh, yeah. Look what Tony B said. Yeah, guess what? Whatever, 2v1, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, Tony B agrees. Dak versus Hurts, number one. Number two, Eagles wide receivers versus the Cowboys cornerbacks and, and secondaries. Sure. Okay. Now, I know that just went against what I said, sure. but I'm just saying um, I don't disagree. I, can, I, we, I, I agree to here, disagree. You want to put Hurts versus – I'm not against no. it. I don't I don't think it's bad, but I think that if you're tiering these matchups, yep. it's Hurts – it's Dak versus Hurts. And I know that's like they're not actually directly competing. Sure. Yeah, yeah, no, I, right. I, I, I know, I know what but, you mean. But Hertz versus who was it? Uh, <laughs> Mazzy Smith, uh, yeah. Osa, Osa and Mazzy, and Mazzy. That's an interesting that, matchup that, which we haven't done that, yet. That's the only re- that's because Mazzy is there to help our run stoppage. Like, I want to see if it's going to make a difference against someone like Jalen Hurts. Oh, oh. So we're talking about matchups we want to see. Yeah, obviously Dak versus the Eagles is what I would say because Dak, Dak. Does no. a very good job against Eagles. And says Georgia Bulldogs versus Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> okay, let's do that. I mean the Eagles versus I mean the Eagles versus the Cowboys, you no. can list a ton of stuff. Here's but- what I was missing when you were talking about Hertz. You're talking about him running. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and yeah, I yeah. was like not cluing cluing into that. So now it makes sense what you're saying. Absolutely. Thank That's it. Now we've got hey. the double. Guess who made his point correct and won him over? Um, over, over Sean, <laughs> over Sean. Yeah, just just ch- take the O out of there and put a, an A. <laughs> Is it over Sean? No, it's no, over Sean. It's, it's over Sean. Okay, over Sean. Again, I'm thinking he's playing that coverage linebacker position. Yep. Uh, versus Dallas Godert, tight end. Yep. Now I guess it could be. Um, it could also be safeties. Any one of the safeties, but. I'm thinking this is what Overshone's coming in to do. Uh, Jalen Carter, DT, versus the Cowboys O-line. I don't know where who, they're going to yeah, place that guy. Yeah, you who he's going to be matching up well, against. Well, he will be matching up against most likely the... And as we learned, uh, I don't know. If you, First tech, three tech? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't watch it yet. Okay. Well, he's probably going to be lining up as a... For one tech? One tech? Ooh. Yeah, I think so. Maybe three tech. Maybe three tech. Jalen Carter, though. I mean, he's he's being brought in. Georgia Bulldogs versus Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. Jalen Carter. And then players to watch here is Keely Ringo, just because we had him on our radar. Uh, Ant says Carter versus Zach Martin. 
Okay. Okay. Let's, put Let's it make in. it more specific. I what we're looking to do is do more specific yeah. than general. Ultra, Sometimes you got to be general. I like hearing this. Ultra says Ringo will get cooked in the NFL. He has tight hips. Oh. <laughs> okay. Okay, Ultra. No, you got some inside info on those tight hips for uh for Keely Ringo. We'll 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 take it. And now this is going to be a game that we are at. Yeah, so we will be at the Panthers game. Um Kicking off our Thanksgiving road trip week extravaganza. Oh, wait. What's Ants say here? What about Nolan Smith? Whose team is he on? He's on. What about Nolan Smith? Is he on Eagles? I mean, I guess so, yeah. I feel so stupid right now. <laughs> here it is. <clears throat> while, I, uh, while I check this out, we, we, we whispered, Panthers. We whispered to each other. <laughs> yeah, no, the Eagles drafted Nolan Smith, I'm okay, pretty sure. Okay. Well, you okay. can check it, check it. I'm just saying yes, because I am I want it to sound like we, we know what we're talking about. Yeah, and said Eagles. Okay. Yeah, he was a bulldog. Oh, well. Yeah. Um, There we go. Players to watch Nolan Smith. And and primarily, uh, Nolan Smith was uh, a, a player that AJ was pushing for in, in one of our early draft episodes. We have the receipts for that. I know. I, I panicked. Okay. Oh. So, glasses, yeah. So, uh. Ultra Cowboy says Carter only averaged three sacks a year in college. Zach will own Carter. I like and it. And then Ultra also says Nolan is another player that averaged 2.5 sa- sacks a year. Stop falling in love with the combine. You know what? <laughs> I think Ultra Cowboy's turned to an- another leaf. He's being more positive than we are. Ultra positive Cowboy? Yeah. Whoa. Totally. Well, no, he, no he, Ultra, Ultra Cowboy is positive on, like, other teams to watch out for but if we talk about specifics for the cowboys he'll get very pessimistic about it yeah no no nolan smith i i have high hopes for and you know what he has to be on our on our list because no, we're going to be watching for Anth, we know who nolan smith is we just didn't we just didn't know, know if that, he was on the we just didn't we, we didn't clue in that the eagles drafted him again yeah. i thought it was the pan anyways back to the panthers <laughs> our the game that we will be at um Dak Prescott versus Bryce Young, and it's just going to be interesting. It might not be as exciting by the time we get there, or it might be even more exciting by the time we get to this game because it all really kind of depends on, truthfully, how both quarterbacks perform, but definitely how Bryce Young plays in the NFL. Uh, I saw a couple photos of him on the field. Looks a little scary, but... uh, I I think, I mean, in terms of players to... I mean, the thing for the Panthers... Bryce Young is like the is the only thing that would stand out for me in in that game. Players to watch: Jonathan Mingo. I, I mean, I agree. Mingo would actually be an interesting player to, to watch out. Well, specifically, just, he was on, he was somewhat on our exactly radar. yeah exactly. And then obviously, and and I was never a fan of Chandler Zavala, so I, I'm not. You I'm not care. gonna. I don't. But aren't you? A, don't you want to watch then to see how he turns out anyway? Uh, he's on the list. Yeah, he's on the list. But, I mean, in terms of matchups, I agree with you. I mean, there's not much to the Panthers. I mean, I'm excited to go to the Panthers game. It's going to be outdoor. It's going to be an outdoor game. And it's uh, kicking off our uh, it's kicking off our, our week. Thanksgiving yeah. extravaganza. Everything's an extravaganza. Okay, Commanders. I, I couldn't think of much here. All I have is Micah Parsons versus Sam Howell or whoever the hell's that corner quarterback because I think it could be a, a big um, quarterback sack type of game. But Bo- there's both of them. Uh, there's two. So, uh, what about I, chat? 
Sorry, tell us, tell sorry, us who sorry. you want to see. On the Commanders, though, uh, the wide receiver uh, for the Commanders. That, Hang on, let me look it up. What the hell's his well, name? Um, is he drafted this year? No, 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 no. Uh, McLaurin. Oh, t- yeah, t- t- McLaurin. Yes. Yeah, I know, I know, but... So, so with with the with the proper with is the, he that exciting? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah he's good. Yeah. He's he's he is someone to watch. He he is a matchup. Diggs versus McLaurin. Like that'll be. I mean, we we usually do a good job shutting him down, but he's not a he's not a schlub. He's not exciting to me though. He's he's on any other team, he'd be a fucking number two. Uh, I I don't disagree with you on that. Yeah. But I'm just saying we're we're looking at the commanders game. McLaurin yeah. versus Diggs. Fair enough, fair enough. You might not the other problem is you probably don't know much about him because Diggs does a good job shutting McLaurin down. I know who he is, but no, I No, I know, but like that's why when we say he's not an exciting player, because we usually see I, I haven't looked at my, I only looked oh, at yeah. a couple of his other highlights from when we were pulling those videos. So McLaurin's I mean, here's the thing. Out of all of the teams in the NFC Beast, the commanders did the least. I guess you could say something interesting would be Chase Young, but that's his, that's if he even makes it to this far in the season. He's right. probably going to get injured, and so we're not going to have to worry about him. Um, otherwise, I mean, just just there's no one on the uh, commanders that really interests me. Now, that could change by the time we get to this game. There could be a lot of interesting things, but at this point, moving on. And and so and, and my, again my point so uh, Ultra Cowboy saying Diggs owns Terry so yeah I, I want to see like that's a great matchup because if we can shut down um, McLaurin then with yep. Diggs shutting him down I I want to see it well now I'm gonna be looking for it yep because it's on the list baby okay it's see? on the list baby oh yeah of course Charvy's on. if yeah. you didn't have Charvy on there I'd be disappointed dude of course Charbonnet I mean uh, this guy's gonna take over in 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 uh, Seattle probably and uh in Seattle watch proper him. and I, I, we're starting with players to watch might as well continue Geno Smith only because I like the guy I want to see uh I want to uh just kind of watch how he plays um, there's really nothing like spectacular. He's an older player. You kind of know what you're going to get with him, but he's had some, uh, growth in yep. his, or, or maybe just opportunity in his later years here and J- taking advantage of it. And JSN on your list versus Diggs or Gallimore. Like that's a, that's a great, oh, yeah. that's, that's the, that's the matchup to watch right that's there. That's going to be something special right there. Um, I'm pretty sure he's going to be against Diggs, but you know, they might throw him around the field or who the hell knows. Yeah, and, uh, and Ultra saying Bland will give headaches to JSN. So it'll be nice to see Bland oh, coming, in, coming in there and well, Yeah, I mean, I guess we don't really know, but I'm assuming he's going to be the number one or number two um, wide receiver. Well, he'll be number two. <laughs> he won't be number one. DK Metcalf will stay as number one. Sure. So I don't like, know. DK Metcalf is is. Gr- is but you put someone electric? like electric. But you put someone like JSN. So here's the interesting thing about the Seahawks. You have. DK Metcalf, and you start to load up the receiving core. Mm-hmm. Well, now you get someone like JSN in there who could arguably be a number one receiver for another team. And now you potentially have two number one receivers in DK Metcalf and JSN. And Lockett. And Lockett, yeah. So, sorry. Lockett, I was just thinking, okay, Lockett's going to be retiring somewhat soon. So, you got Lockett. Well, he's the older. You got Lockett, yeah. DK Metcalf, and JSN. That's a pretty deadly wide receiving core to go up against. Yeah. So, if you have Lockett... If JSN and DK Metcalf get shut down, Lockett, Lockett has the options to 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 put the points in the in the in the end zone. So he can lock it up. Uh, Luke Shoemaker, 
the boat, the boatman. Yeah, what I'm gonna call him, the boatman. Uh, the boatman versus Bobby Dub. Schooner is a sailboat. Bobby Wagner, linebacker. Now, I again, it could just be one of the linebackers, but um, I think we'll probably see Schooner and Wagner face up um for a few snaps, anyways. So it's gonna be a good uh, a good test for him, the boatmaker himself. Okay. Moving on. Moving on from the Seahawks. Buffalo, Buffalo Bills. Bills. There's a lot. There's a lot here. Now, uh, the reason there's no players uh, to watch list is because all the players that we were gonna that we want to watch, they're in in our matchups list here. Okay. So we okay. got Dak versus Allen, obviously QB. Um, these guys are compared all Bo- the time. Diggs versus Diggs is the one to is to bold like that. That the, out of all the matchups, like that's oh, yeah. number one. This is the big one, but I, but this is also a big one in my mind. Dak versus Allen because I want Dak to win, and I want him him uh, to prove to everyone that he's better than Allen. But yes, the 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 because the it's, cherry on top. It's it's positional, like Diggs versus Diggs. Oh, yeah. That's it's a position versus position. It's the hottest matchup of the year. That, that, like literally, that it is might the, be it might that be the might be the hottest matchup because of the year. when you like the Kelsey brothers are in the Super Bowl, like they're they're not they're not necessarily going up against each other. Yeah, they're on different teams, but so what? Different teams, exactly. This one is like boom, boom, boom. These guys are playing. Yeah. Uh, then we have Osiris Torrance and Connor McGovern. X. That is the ex Dallas Cowboy, right? Connor McGovern. Yeah, I, th- I think I got yep. that one right. Uh, if not, this is, doesn't make it as much sense. But still, Osiris Torrance versus Osa and Mozzie DT. Um, just going to be a nice battle up front there. And, and same thing with Osa and Mozzie. You could have Allen as QB in there because Allen does have some wheels on him. Sure. We see yeah. Allen, uh, we see Allen uh, have design run plays, which, you know, whether or not the Bills are going to stop doing, slow that down, slow that down a little bit. Yeah. Um, Vaughn Miller versus Tyler Smith is a great one. I think the, the, the other matchup that you have on the list is Dalton Kincaid. Like, not only necessarily for Oversh- Overshone or Overshawn as you have it there. <laughs> Uh, which is probably why you, if you have it typed like that and you're seen in your brain as, as, as Sean. No, I've been, spe- I, that was an incorrect spelling. Um, yeah, like you know, Dal- Dal- Dalton Kincaid, yeah. Dalton Kincaid will be the one that, cause we, we talked about him so much. The Cowboys possibly were going to draft him, even though they said they weren't going to draft him. Bills moved up to get him. Dalton Kincaid would be the player to watch if we were to have players to watch on the list there. Um, no, no, have exactly. Overshown, yeah. But, but, but I think. Yes, he's a player to watch, but more importantly, if he's going to be starting, it's the it's the rookie versus rookie matchup that kind of intrigues me uh, potentially. Again, anything with the overshone could be thrown out the window if he's not playing the um, kind of coverage linebacker position. I think he's going to play, but I can't imagine him doing anything else. Uh did we, you said Miller versus Tyler Smith already. Yeah, I mean, and that's kind of obvious. Ultra, is it as exciting? Here, 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 it's more here. exciting on on to read it than it actually probably will be in yeah, the game. Yeah, and and uh, Ultra Cowboy. This is again when he's like he'll go and he'll be uh, an, a, a Cowboys evangelist. Tyler Smith will win the Miller matchup. So he's already he's already believing that Tyler Smith is going to beat Von Miller. Which again, I I don't I don't disagree with it. Von Miller is a is a great. Uh, lineman yeah um but tyler smith arguably is going to be uh, a hall of famer the way he's been playing if he continues oh, yeah. to play the, the, the way he did this last year this is just because i might have spelled von 
Vaughn's name wrong. Anth goes, uh, Mike McCarthy versus Buffalo Wild Wings. <laughs> That's good. That's rich. Um, okay, Miami Dolphins. Then Mia- we got Miami. We got Waddle and Hill versus Diggs and Gallimore, baby. Yep, I like that. That's going to be kind of a fun matchup. Yep. Here's my, my uh, I think Tyreek Hill's got one foot out of the NFL. He's already talking about retirement. He's not going to be as explosive as as he was. Yes, he will have explosive and exciting moments, and yes, he's probably going to be one of the best uh, wide receivers in the NFL, but I think he's peaked because of just his recent comments. Now, that doesn't always seal the fucking envelope in that scenario, but um, I forget who it was, but this is more of a UFC thing. But it's like, maybe it was even Dana White. It's like, once a fighter starts talking about retirement, he's like, it's time to retire because you're you're not invested yep. in it anymore. And in a contact sport, the second you start, the second you put a foot out, yep. out the door. Yeah, you're out. I mean, you're, well, di- well, you're going to get hurt. Now, although I recommend anyone to watch McGregor Forever because the four-episode uh, docuseries is fantastic. Definitely puts a gives me a different perspective of how I view McGregor, but I think you're absolutely right when you look at. Um, no, keep going. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> this, yeah. This is I miss the Carolina game. AJ versus Limerita. Yeah. I'm just gonna roll it back. And and the uh, and the Thanksgiving game was the Commanders. Tech, technically, that's well, wrong. No, 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 no. No. So, no, Carolina wouldn't be that. It would be the Commanders one. Yeah, yeah. Because the Commanders game is when AJ has the Limeritas in Dallas. AJ is 0-3. Yeah. There we go. Okay. Okay, sorry. Continue. Your- uh, so in, in McGregor forever, Conor yeah. McGregor, the last three years, uh, you would look at him and be like, ah, oh, he's not the same type of fighter he is. I watched the documentary, and obviously it's very uh, – in favor of him, but it's the same idea. He's making uh, uh, $800 million with his fucking whiskey. He has other things on his mind. Um, He's talked about, he's retired three other times and he's just been struggling. So like, I I totally agree with it's, it is a mindset. The mind is way more powerful than um, physical. I shouldn't say that. The mind is just as powerful as your Mm -hmm. physical attributes. If you, if you still have the physical attributes, but your mind isn't right, it's going to fuck you up. No, what what it shows to me, what it shows is, and um, I, we can all kind of relate to this. It's like move your mouse a little bit. Hmm? Move your mouse a little bit. Oh, uh, we, we can all kind of relate to this just a little bit. In that, when you make a decision to, um, it, when when you're thinking about the end of something, or you feel like you've got to a point of accomplishment that satisfies you, you're probably not going to really push it any more past that point. Yeah, and that's what happens to like the football players. It's like they're satisfied with the amount of money they made, or maybe the the success that they've had. Not everyone wants to be a, a Super Bowl champion, believe it or not, and or they've just realized that like the struggle is too much. I think so. I I think when you're the first struggle. when you first get into the NFL, your goal is to become a Super Bowl champion, and then let's say after. 10 years of being in the league or after eight years of being in the league. And if you're on a fucking losing team and, or if you're uh, not the player that you thought you're going to be, then the goal is probably, you know what? I don't care. You know, I'm, I know I'm now not going to win a super bowl. I want to just make sure I'm making as much money, but I like you, if you, there's probably not 
there's probably 0.2% of players in the NFL that are like, I don't really care about the Super Bowl. They all have probably dreamt oh, yeah, about yeah. winning the Super but Bowl. I'm, I'm saying once you get to a certain point in your career, there's a lot of factors that can contribute to, to you being like, I, you know, whether they want to admit it or not, I yeah. missed my chance. I missed yeah. the boat. No, exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's a certain level. Yeah. Derek uh, Wilson Jr. Don't know who he is, so whatever. Um. Oh, you have Xavier Howard and Jalen Ramsey versus Derek Wilson Jr. Oh, oh, Cedric. That's supposed to be Cedric. Cedric. <laughs> that's Seti. That's Seti. That's Seti the Anitenny. <laughs> Seti the Entertainy. I didn't say that right. Uh, Cedric Wilson Jr. He's just still in Miami I for know. now. Anyway, get him back to the Cowboys. Uh, we love Seti the End. Uh, and then. Sorry, the final matchup is basically the top two CBs uh, in Howard and Ramsey in Miami, and then... Uh, Lamb and Gallup. Lamb and Gallup. Let's see it, baby. Well, I guess... Sorry, I should say Cooks. Lamb, Lamb Cooks, Cooks, and, and Gallup. Gallup. Yeah. And guess what? That's two That's two versus three there, so... Ooh, you're getting played, boys. You're getting played, boys. Okay, Detroit Lions. This might be the last one. I'm, I'm probably the one team that I'm nervous to play against for some reason this year. Yeah, well, uh, they're they're just they're not saggy, and they got Amon Ra St. Brown, who I really like. Yep, picked him up in fantasy for peanuts, and um, he's going to be playing, you know, against either Diggs or Gallimore, again depending on how they line up. But but he's going to be a problem, so that'll be a uh, um, a good matchup to watch. And then Agent Aiden, sorry Hutchinson versus Tyler Smith, they're going to go head to head, head to head. And uh, players to watch, Sam Laporta, tight end, uh, just because he was a tight end that we talked about. So be interesting to see how he's doing. Uh, and Adrian Hutchinson is more of a – he's kind of like a Micah Parsons. He was a, he was a linebacker, and then he's been playing more of like a stand-up defensive end. I mean, I know him. Sorry, I wrote him as a defensive end. Maybe he is a linebacker. I think he's a linebacker. He's okay. an outside linebacker. But he plays – yeah, similar like yeah. A, like a like a Micah Parsons. He's a rush threat. And Sam Laporta. I mean, we we oh yeah, that's we, it. We liked we like Sam Laporta. Actually, Ultra Cowboy says Cowboys beat them. Oh, hang on. CD CD Cooks, Gallup, Schoonmaker, and Pollard are weapons. If this team does not make it to the Super Bowl, it will be a disappointment. I can't disagree with him in that. We have such a good offense this year that it is a lot of it is now can Dak. Oh. Can Dak leverage our offensive weapons and start to put the points up? Because we know the defense is arguably better this year than last year, correct? Yes. So now, do we think our offense is better than it was last year? I mean, both sides improved for for as much as we can see. Yeah. I mean, the, the reality is we need to see it actually on the field. But, like, I feel pretty happy with the improvements that happened. I mean, in the Brandon Cooks and and uh, Gallimore trades alone, the Cowboys improved the team, the core of the team. Or, uh, and I mean, like, I guess I should th- say uh, the fundamentals, not the core. Like the fundamentals were that were needed were checked off. So, uh, so I so Julian four twenty four says Gallimore question mark because you have Gallimore as a uh, so Neville Gallimore's a uh, oh. uh, uh, corner now. Gilmore, Stefan Gilmore. Hey, these things happen when we're when we're when AJ's putting together a, a nice Did tight I put Gallimore. List. Oh, I put Gallimore <laughs> for fun. Okay, we'll fix that. I mean, there's I, a lot of G's. This will these will be this will be a good 
these will be good uh, slides you can make for an Instagram post. Matchups to watch. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, that's why we wrote them down here, so it'll be fun. I'm just okay. Well, we can wrap this one up. Aiden now. Hutchinson is a defensive end, or, or we can wait. Is what uh, eight, so Ultra Cowboy is saying? Hutchinson is a defensive end, and then he, he also says Mozzie is the biggest offseason acquisition. Will do so much for our defense. Yeah, I mean the way that everybody's talking about him and watching some of his highlights. Uh, that's that's why I think on some of these some of these teams, uh, team matchups or players to watch. Mozzie is uh, someone on the defense that we want to we want to rip and roar. But long story short, offense and defense has improved this year. I, yeah. I, I'm I'm really excited with a lot of our matchups. I don't think there's going to be a lot of snooze fest games. I don't I don't think I don't think we have an easy schedule. I want this I want the schedule to be tough because I think the team it's going to make the team a better team when we get to the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, an easy schedule isn't great. A winning record for a regular season isn't great. If you lose out in the playoffs, we're all in agreement to that. And anything short short of a NFC championship or a Super Bowl is going to be a disappointment. Look, there there's things that needed to happen. We needed to get better at stopping the run. Yep. We we needed to done. Uh, yep, we needed to get more help on wide receiver, and part of that is just Michael Gallup playing up to his. Uh, what we believe he can play at, and and he thinks that he's better this year. Um, a couple of articles uh, written about you know him saying that he last year he was still being a little bit cautious and thinking too much about his knee. Um, but the other half of that, of course, is now Brandon Cooks is in town as well, so we've like potentially doubled the um, uh, or tripled, I guess, the amount of receivers. So instead of last year, basically just Lamb being the only valuable receiver out on the field, right. now we'll have three. And on defense, I think that we improved. Uh, like I said, stopping the run. And then, um, did we get Michael? Uh, did we get Michael Parsons some time to rest a little bit more? Yeah, and have players that can come on and play and and play smartly. Have him sit when. You know that the rush, his ability doesn't make as much sense, right? Right, where you you pull him out for the play because instead of having a sixty percent chance, it only has a forty yeah. percent chance. Whatever, I'm throwing numbers at you. You get what I'm putting down. Yeah. Um, now, season. We, now, did. So you, we you, did get better. You did. You did game to game. Uh, Shaq prods uh, in the chat is brought up a name that I thought if you're thinking of overall season. Right now, today, not, okay. not without seeing training camp or, any, or preseason games, right now the player to watch for, in my mind, is Deuce Vaughn. He's saying Deuce Vaughn is a weapon too, but if we're because of the amount of controversy and how big every other fucking Cowboy fan out there is saying Deuce Vaughn's going to be, in my mind, he's a player to watch. He's, my, he's the first name that I want to see how he does on the field just to kind of settle um, – settle the skill set thing. So I, I want to know. Oh, sure, sure. That's I, fair. I, Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I outside agree. of De- outside of Deuce's Loose Vaughn, what are some of the other players to watch this season? And you can only pick three. I did four here. But okay, let's go so, three. So, three. Three, but three, I don't have besides to pick Deuce. Deuce. Besides Deuce Vaughn, what other players are, are, to, me, are, are, are to watch? To me, it's very easy. Obviously, Mozzie Smith. I want to see him do well, okay? And I want to see him kind of, Take over that front front shore, that front wave, if you will, of Dallas Cowboys yep. flooding in to uh, opposing quarterbacks. Uh, number two 
would be Luke Schoonmaker. I'm just so high on him. I want to see him be oh, su- yeah. successful. Um, AJ wants to ride that schoon. Now, number three is tough because I have two players in mind. Overshawn, <laughs> a.k.a. Overshawn. I do want to see him do well, but I'm going to throw out a name that we haven't talked about just for the sake of it. They don't necessarily do, and you don't have to believe in them. Like, no, sorry, no, no. They just no, have no. to be that player that, that... No, this is someone. This is someone. Junior Fioco. Okay. I want to see how this cat does because uh, if he can come in, he was drafted in a position where there is still potential that he could be a starter. If not a starter, a quality backup. And those are really good to have around. Um but especially for that the price of the rookie uh, uh the rookie contract so but i i think that he potentially might have the ability to start showing up in in starting um or playing more and more snaps at least so he's another he's the other cat that the, he's the, my number 3 so Deuce Vaughn, we already established uh Mozzie Smith Hunter Lepke okay yeah Fullback. I, yep. I want to see what he does because I, I I I like what he has going on there. Um, this fullbacks slash halfbacks slash tight end kind of position. I think pair him up with some of our fast guys. I think I think we're gonna have him Schoonmaker and mm-hmm. uh, Ferguson. Like now you have a very power run uh, a, a power run offense. Yeah. So you put someone like a deuce is loose or a TP 20. Can those guys provide the, 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 the holes for them to kind of blast through. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Le- 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 Lepke, yeah, Lepke <laughs> is the guy that, uh, no, he... one of the guys on the list. And then the easy one, my yeah. easy one would be Micah Parsons because Micah's had two very solid seasons, but I want to see him get that depot, uh, this year. Can he have that season where he just elevates? You guys talked about it last mm-hmm. last week. Um, and you like you guys it. gave a hot take. I, I I fully agree. I want to see what Mike Parsons is going to do in this season. Okay. Well, without further ado, then we already said goodbye to Aunt Bess. Uh, this is your Sunday service where we drink triples like they're going out of style. Your bandwagon boys running and driving the school bus right now. We'll see you Wednesday night for the main event. Holla! Holla if you heal me! Peace out! Thanks for joining us!